Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. No ceilings. This is glasses. My man Peter. Cribs don't supposed to do podcasts. That's right. I'm gonna have to change my name to Peter C. Check this out. This the low. Glasses Malone. And I want you to check out my new podcast, No Ceilings on the Black Effect Podcast Network. No Ceilings is a weekly conversation with everyone from compulsive liars to cheaters. You know, rise in today's society. You can hear No Ceilings on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, hello, and welcome to the show. I am the founder of Alexandra McQueen, a uh, luxury leather goods company uh, where we make wallets for babies. Uh, And I am known as Sophia Alexandra. Thank you. Oh, shit. Did someone listen to my album? No. Is that from your album? I love the way you <laughs> snuck in the ref to let me know. That was so nice. I have listened to the album and I love it. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Thank you, Miles. I was I was being dumb by not listening to it, so I apologize. It took me so long. But at least <laughs> I was you. honest when you asked me last week. I was like, fuck, no, I didn't see. I have not no, listened to it. No, I wasn't even mad. It was so <laughs> honest. How could I be mad? It was great. Uh, anyway, but we digress. Uh, sorry, I, I should introduce myself. I am the inventor of the llama pony hybrid, the Loney, Miles Gray. <laughs> wow. Loney tunes. Now, how does that work? What is that? Is this a miniature llama? Um, because a I pony, mean, like, what, I mean, are we saying like in terms of a young horse pony or like a Shetland pony? I mean, I don't tell the llama or the pony who is who top to or bottom. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, okay. they get to be their own people. So, I see the pony as a definitely a power bottom. Um, yes, that is most of the times the pony's persuasions. But sometimes you get a real dominant llama, you know. Right. Dom llam. Absolutely. <laughs> of course. <laughs> As love, we all say. You love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> love to see it. You know what? That's a dom, That's a dom mom bonus. <laughs> dom llam <lom> DeMarco. <laughs> That's two million points. Uh, welcome to the show. I said dom, dom. <laughs> Oh shit. So what you gonna uh, do? What you gonna, gonna da do? Dom da dom da lam. Dom lam dom lam dom lam. Um, dom. Okay. Thank you. So okay. <laughs> welcome to the show, 420 Day Fiance. Uh which is a podcast where we talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations. Is it, Today, is, it a, is it a podcast or is it a movement? It's it's a movement. Because I, I think most, yeah, I think it's a movement at this point. I didn't want to brag because, like, I'm a woman, you know, and like, yeah. I'm glad you were there to like save me from that. I will brag. We are brag. a movement. Yeah, this is a movement, a bowel movement, if you will. 
uh, in podcast form. <laughs> and, you know, shout out. This is the number one podcast dealing with 90 Day Fiance and weed. Um, and I would say, I think it is the number one 90 Day Fiance podcast. No shade to 90 Day Gays. Uh, we see you. Shout out to y'all. Uh, and the other shows, too. <laughs> but I think despite what the charts say in terms of, like, what the vibe is, we're the number one show. I mean, everybody's voted us number one most likable uh most vibey and if you're like Prettiest oh eyes. i didn't see those um thank you for no, both of for us my honor um mm-hmm. and i just want to say that we've noticed that you guys are striving to kind of catch up to where we are vibe wise but it'll never happen yeah sorry i mean rear view but nice to see you uh again what are we talking today this is <laughs> what show what episode what season where are we who are we when is this I believe this is a happily happily ever after. Yes, yes. And I don't know. You're good at knowing what the episode is. Season four, episode six, ultimatums and ugly truths. Boom. Ugly this truths. Do you say truths or truths? I say truths. Truths. I right. think truths okay. is harder. It's Those like when people truths. say white. I like don't trust you. If you say truths or white. Yeah, maybe that's I'm more like, of like a. That's not good. The truths. I'm like, yeah, someone's like, about would you say to that, call like, Grey me. Gardens kind of thing? Like that vibe? Or is that more of a UK thing? It makes me feel like I. it's a white country club that's going to kick me a Jew out right away. That is mm. what the vibe to me is. I don't know. I don't know. I might be reading into it. Okay. Know? Well, we digress. Yes. And we should dive headway, head first uh, into this first uh, couple of this episode. It's cold. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What? Before we do that, um, huh. there is something we need to address. Okay. Um, you guys might have seen that I posted a picture of my filas finally oh, on the Instagram. Fuck. And I just want uh, to share really quickly s- uh, some of the responses from the K1s on the filas. Because as you know, Miles has made fun of me terribly for them and made it seem like... S- he was like, these are school administrator shoes. Even though I was like, no, those are white. Clearly, those are like the white nurse shoes everyone's picturing. Okay, let's look at the comic. Mm-hmm. Comments, Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandy Horseshoe says, I imagined so much worse, like a more annoying sketch or shape up. Mm. Someone else mm. said, ah, I thought they were chunky and white. These are fire. Two fire emojis, not just one, two. Ugh. I really imagine that they were all white, laughing face. See, you've been misleading people. They're cute. I also pictured them as white, thick soles like some OG Skechers. Uh. Uh, then we have a hater, was wrong once. Um, no, more than once, clearly, because you're hating on these. And you said, Miles of Grey was right. The Sophia, these are lawn mowing sneakers at best. Mm. Um, you, sir, are a hater. And you can mm. sit right by Miles. It's just some more supportive comments from people. Fire That's, emoji. Talented, brilliant, that, incredible, yeah, amazing, I mean, show-stopping, are, are spectacular, never the same. Um, I mean, I could keep going. There's at least five more. But I feel like we get the point. These are good shoes. I would warn I would a few things. The first is uh, those who put too much weight in the positive words of others can be easily turned, uh, just torn down by a negative <laughs> word from another. It's a frail state of being, and I would advocate against something a little more substantive than holding on to the words of fans. 
my next thing is, despite maybe being overwhelmed with negative criticism, whether uh, it was Aristarchus of Samos or Nicholas Copernicus after him, with their ideas that the Earth actually revolved around the sun in a heliocentric way, they were, I mean, attacked, uh, slandered for having this belief. And yet, later on... Are you a feel of truther right. is what I'm asking. I would say, yes, I'm a feel of truther. I fucking knew this. It was gonna come down to this one day. Oh my god! Anyway, You've yeah, been well, pilled. I'm sorry to say it. <laughs> oh god, you don't want that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. That's we, that's when you grind up a Fila sneaker and put in a gel cap, and you Just actually snort it. Cons- no, you. It, ugh. No, don't do that. Okay. On to br- wait, wait, pastures. wait. There's one other thing we have to address. People have been asking why we call each other my honor. They do? Yeah. What does that matter? Why do we have to explain that? That's just the vibe. That's just the, you know, why you didn't come to Earth and be like, why do we breathe oxygen? I don't know. <laughs> well, people keep thinking we don't know that it's <laughs> your honor. <laughs> A bunch of people <laughs> have tweeted us and said, hey, I don't, do you guys know? Do you guys know that it's your honor? Uh, I'm not from the. I'm not from America, but I'm pretty sure it's your honor. Not nah, my honor. No, <laughs> you don't know my honor. And honestly, um, if you don't know, then you shouldn't. Uh, in in the wise words of my grandmother, you should mind your own mm-hmm. uh, and just keep it moving, please. Uh, but yeah, that's a wait. I don't. I'm not even gonna go down the path of explaining something that is so. <laughs> This is a a fucking podcast where we're high talking about 90 Day Fiance and there's concern over our grasp of like the nomenclature of legalese. People are like, well, do they know how many branches of the government there are? It's like, no, we just talk about the trash on TV and it's eight, right? What is a branch? Like a tree? Yes. With like seeds. I don't know, dude. I'm honestly, I'm not about horticulture or whatever. Just you know, that's a science show. There's shows for that. This ain't it. I'm not a seed woman, you know. I'm not. Yeah, I know. Quinn medicine. You're not a seed woman. Just want to tote woman. it. <laughs> Come on, Skyla. I just need a seed. I can tote it. Anyway, uh, let's get into our first couple. Colt, aka Jair Borsonaro, uh, and Jess. I can't stand this dude again. This is just getting, I don't know. I'm starting to liking to see that Debbie is, there's like a weird Game of Thrones thing now where it's mother versus Jess for Colt. Which is like the shittiest prize in the world. Oh, come on. Come on. No, I stand by that completely. Did you see his feelers? Even his fucking eyebrows overact. He's too much. I don't like Oh, yeah. He really does the like, oh, like the concern brow furrow. Yeah, Yeah, that one. What is the little um? You're doing finger symbol? signs. What is this? Yep. Is this like a not an umlaut? A town down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that is what Colt's eyebrows do. A town down. <laughs> peace, not peace up, but a town down. <laughs> no one shout can see me to, pop my titties to this, but it shout was out really to Ludacris great. also uh, from the album, a track from your album, Ludacris. <laughs> Glad I'm surprised you haven't been hit with a cease and desist yet. Uh, let's go on to this first scene between them. They're out for dinner because this is basically leading off or continuing from the last episode where Debbie has a fucking shit fit overseeing like her lose her grasp over Colt. She's like, I gotta go to bed or I'm gonna go to the fucking hospital. You decide. 
and and they are in the same fucking room. But they go to dinner. We find out this man like got their own room. He had to thank sort that God. Part. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's so much weird shit going on that I'm like, uh, I'm like having a hard time keeping focus on who is worse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. like, wait, okay, Debbie's in love with her son. Like, that's not great. She doesn't want him to <laughs> marry and have children. That's not good. Then I'm like, wait a minute. Colt is very controlling. He's not good. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Jess talks about sex like someone's going to take it away from her. Like, I don't. This is not good. Also, <laughs> yo, she a freak, though. You know what I mean? I don't buy it. People who talk about it like that much. I'm like, who are you trying to convince Methinks mm. thou protest too much, you know? Ah, interesting, interesting. I I'm think... sorry, doth protest too much. Well, my I honor... really don't want anyone to come for me. The Shakespeare heads are going to oh, be like, hey, no. does she know that quote has actually got doth in it? Oh, <laughs> I don't even, yeah, doth Vader, cool. Uh, let's... <laughs> they, this, so they have no, uh, no Debbie in the room because Jess was basically saying she was angry about the fact that he had only gotten one room because she's like uh, Debbie equals no fuck so get this thing out of here uh, and she was saying you know also your mom she's wilding she's slamming doors that's a no no and Jess begins to sort of walk down this path that uh, you know Larissa let her down when she gave her a call about being like so is this what it was like for your ex like, is this sort of what goes on? This is how your mom is with the ladies? Hmm. Hmm. Also, she's like, wait, why is your mom here again? <laughs> she's like, quick question. Yeah. Why is your mom in Brazil? And he's like, well, my mom's really overprotective, you know, and it's how it is. And, uh, um, dude, that's not making it better. Man. Well, I just well, he felt does... like I had to bring her because I couldn't yeah. say no. Well, he has to explain to her, too. Cause she's like, why, like, why is your mom out here? Like approving everything? Like what's going on? Aren't you like, why is she so in your life? Why can't you like, you know, kind of dump her ass for lack of a better phrase. And, you know, just explaining, you know, she was widowed. So he wants to take care of her and he wants to like have her by his side because she has no one, which I think is relatable. And she relates to that as well because she said her mother passed away as well. Um, Except but- for she, <laughs> Straight up dogged, <laughs> dogged his loss and was like, I believe she said, we're not, oh, that's me writing it, it in my own words, but she's like, uh, we're not the same. Your dad died from a heart attack. My mom my from mom. breast cancer. Yeah. No, mine is hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's different. I was like, damn, dude. Pain Olympics. There we go. Uh, in the first round, we have heart attack versus cancer. She's like, yeah, so your dad heart attack, my mom cancer. Uh, and Those are like the Jews versus blacks of suffering. And it's like, we do not need to do that. Everyone was a slave. You know, why don't we just look forward now in unity? You know and what? Forward, they can be together. That. Jewish people and black people. I don't need to fall for them saying that uh, like that. And then, oh, wow. There it. you go. You know there I'm you saying? go. Reclaim that. That's Thank a you. that's a four twenty thousand bonus. Did I say four twenty thousand? That makes sense. Four, yeah. I was gonna say four twenty k, four twenty grand. Y'all get the picture. So you know, the next morning, 
uh, Colt comes to see his mother, who's having a really fantastic balcony breakfast uh, with her guava. She was um, feeling herself out there. She's like, hey, Debbie's yeah. on vacation. Her little wispy hair is blowing in the sea breeze. You know what I mean? She's just having a little toast and fruit. And the, th- you know, Colt basically goes out there to not set his mom straight, but kind of let her know, like, yo, Jess feels a certain way. And like, you know, the bad attitude won't be flying here, Miss Honey. Uh, so, you know, she explains she's glad to be in the separate rooms now and not have to go to sleep to the soundtrack of their sweet, sweet fucking. And then Colt is like, yeah, Jess is pretty loud. Oh, and she's like, I didn't need to know up. that. And I'm like, yeah, me neither, Debbie. Why is he yeah. making? He's like so creepy, just like Jess. They want everyone to know about their fucking. And it's like, what do you think? Okay, so to your point, if they are like a couple who just talks the talk, but doesn't fuck the fuck when it comes to, you know, the sheets, what do you think they do? Like they, they're kind of both like, okay, should we just like hold each other and be in the safety of each other's arms? I'm going to weep a little bit. You'll pretend I'm not crying. (laughs) Then I will ask you to put macaroni on my back. And just then put like, you know, vapor rub under my eyes and give me an e-pill and put Moulin Rouge on, but play it backwards. And that's that sounds their whole really thing. personal. Um not gonna lie, some of those things have happened. Some some huh? things some things were added, some things are real. That is for the listeners and the K1s to figure out by, you know, just think looking at intuition. Into my past. Yeah. Or hacking my infrastructure. I don't know if what they do is like look through like cat photos and videos together, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I feel like they I'm sure they fuck, but it's like I'm sure it's 20 minutes every time, which is like not a problem when you've been doing it for a while. And it's like, you know, oh. exactly how to get the other person off. But I think it's like 20 minutes because he can't do it for longer. And then I think probably like they look at cats for a while and then he tries. Whoa, 20, again. Wait, hold on. 20 minutes is all a really long time to have sex. <laughs> Miles, people are going to think this is real. Like the wash, you, you not washing your legs. <laughs> people are going to think you're a. People need to know a few truths about me that I know to be true. We live in a heliocentric <laughs> solar system. Okay, number one. Chemtrails are real, too. No, that's you. The feelers are nasty. The no, uh, legs, you don't need to wash because the soapy water travels down and is like bonus washing two for one. You do the not believe part, that. Stop lying to the, the other people. Part, the other part, 20 minutes. Are you kidding me? What is this guy? Forrest Gump? He's just going to keep going and going? Uh-uh. Watch I mean, out. Like, what is this guy, Forrest Gump? And did, is he wearing leg braces? <laughs> yeah. More like that. I mean, your mother sure does care about your education. Uh, that I, I didn't understand that part until, like, really what that line meant until I was maybe 14. I just want to um, be honest about where it took, how long it took me to process that scene with Susan, or Sally Field and Forrest Gump. What about when he's like, <laughs> I thought it was you just think funny. that was funny. Yeah. yeah, I was eleven. I was like hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, for real talk though, sex should not be more than forty-two seconds. I've timed it, <laughs> and you're spoiled if you think I'm going. A and that includes longer. foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> foreplay? You mean three play? 
<laughs> That's too many for me, honey. You're like, I'm strictly a two ply, I mean, play <laughs> kind of guy. Okay, where is this show going? Again, this is why we need a weird, stupid sex podcast. Uh, yeah, we're fucking, about. we're ridiculous. Because, I mean, based on your hoop earring theory, I'm concerned. Uh, if you, but check out the album to know what I'm talking about. The track called Big Hoop Energy. Uh, the next thing I love how you're about. making up for not listening to my album by just advertising it subtly throughout this episode. I've never been so flattered and also amused at the same time. I'm well, I do not lie. You know, that's just uh, <laughs> these are all just coming from my mind. So then. uh after the, I guess, confrontation between Colt and Debbie, she has her own little mini showdown with Jess. Jebby, I think is what we should call them when they're together. Oh, my God. Jebby and, <laughs> and Kess. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Colt no, it's is Jebby. together with, with, with Jess, it's Kess. Colt is irrelevant is. when Jebby is around. Honestly, <laughs> let, let me see. Let me hear from, from Jebby. Jebby the Hut. <laughs> Debbie, Miss Debbie, they're having, you know, first she does like a, she is apologetic. She says, hey, um, I was coming off as mad yesterday. I want to let you know I was just tired. I'm sorry if you felt that I didn't like you because I don't feel that way. So I apologize. And then it is sort of like fine until Debbie just basically starts putting it down and saying like, you know, first of all, Colt ain't, Colt ain't been with you that long. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck is going on here. And then I feel like they start having their little back and forth. I feel like Colt kind of gets his mom in like a feisty mood because when they talk, uh, he's like, you're going to have to, you know, do better and accept Jess and all of that stuff. And then I think Debbie feels all feisty when she goes to hang out with Jess, you know? Oh, right. She's charged up. Yeah. She's just all charged up because she's like, oh, my territory is being threatened. Right. And then um, Jess starts it off badly by being like, yeah, you were kind of fucked up to me. Instead of just <laughs> accepting the apology, I'm like, don't do that. When she's apologizing, yeah. just be like, yeah, I understand you were tired. No worries. You don't go, yeah, you were kind of a bitch. So thanks for apology i yeah, mean thanks for nothing bitch yeah so. i was like that's mm. that's not great and then um she says later and like to the camera like like jess goes my relationship is with colt not debbie so um she doesn't have to like me like if she doesn't like me fuck her because i jess yeah and i like because i jess but if you think that your relationship was is with colt and not with debbie L O You got another thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's man, she doesn't know. You are Jebby now. That's the thing she doesn't realize. It's already happened. You are now Jebby. It's too late. Sorry, Jebby. You're Jebby now. Jebby Debbie do. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta hate. I am not I thought Jess I don't me? really like <laughs> I don't really like Jess, I guess is what I'm saying. That's yeah, plus four twenty K for what you just said, but um uh for question. For Jebby Debbie Do, yeah. Um Jebby Do. What happened, Jebby? But okay. I just feel like I don't like Jess. Before I was like, I don't know, she's got them thick thighs and glasses and the tattoos. I, tattoos, yeah. I fuck with that. And then she's just been, to me, kind of weird. 
and like not in a way that uh i enjoy like not fun weird you know Mm -hmm. she is both saying that she thinks colt is a baby man Mm -hmm. and then she's like i'm gonna fuck the shit out of you all night so like Mm-hmm. Do you want to fuck a baby man? Like, what are you doing? If oh, this no. isn't attractive to you, like, what are you doing? It's just confusing. Mm. Mm. Baby man? Yeah. I think she meant man butterfly. Man. I think she meant man <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was so badly wishing to hear from... I wanted to see my man, you know, Paul. I had to see... I was... Oh, that last episode ended so good. I had so much fire for... Buy five, five, five save five. Five, five, five. Okay, do you need super intense? Creamy, creamy. Moxie pod for your <laughs> vaginal. <laughs> creamy. It's a, it's a promotion. Creamy. Fine. I'll ask the guy no, in produce. No, you don't get it. It's a promotion. It's you get five. You buy five. You buy get five. Five. Is, uh, five yeah. Creamy. Buy buy ten save two. Then you get two. That's, you don't have five. You don't have the number five and ten of jeans. Come on. Think about this. You buy five, you save five. You do that 20 times. You've got $100 right there. You got 100 fives, Karini. Uh, that's math. That's math. That's 500. That's YG 500. Okay, or three. never mind. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be back. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico. Great service without all the drama. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And we are back. And let's get into this fucking nightmare scenario that is Libby and Andre or Elizabeth. I realize they don't really refer to her as Libby. And I re- I think we just do that because we've been saying that shit for forever. But that's how like some of her family refers to her. And sometimes her uh, family and her nightmare of a partner refer to her like that. So I guess we're saying we are just as familiar. We are all family. Uh, 420 Day Fiance. Invite us to the barbecue, Libby. No, there's no barbecues over there. I don't know. That family, I don't know, dude. The way that. mm -mm, Nah. Although, I don't know. We'll see. You know, I don't If the Moldovan food is there, I'll fucking come. But oh if we're just. Oh my God. If we're talking spreads. Bossy. <laughs> you got to bring out the freaking club boss. Club you know? <laughs> fucking hell, bro. Fuck. You should have seen it, man. When I met Magda the first time, she brought out. I thought it, I thought I thought there was a fucking wedding going on. 
I, I was there for a friggin' a, a date. And she said, like, I want to cook for you, Matthew. You know, I was like, all right, yeah, you know, whatever. Let's see how this is. <laughs> Fucking 900 dishes came out. I almost shit myself. I ate so much. It was crazy. I love it. <laughs> oh, uh Can someone please, please cross-stitch? I ate so much kielbasa, I almost shit myself. <laughs> Matthew on... <laughs> cross <laughs> cross stitch it. I want to so buy hang it. In your kitchen. <laughs> uh, okay, so Libby and Andre are looking for their venue for their Moldovan wedding that has been so rushed to the point that they're literally they're just being like, okay, we just got to pull up somewhere and be like, okay, here, this is where the wedding will be. Um, they go to their first venue and. They're in the car. I think Stefan is his dad and the grandpa. And they're leaving little Eloise in there. And they're saying, like, Libby's like, please lock the car. And this is, like, their first little fight they have. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, just leave, please. Like, it, they're just in there. it's more safe. Yeah, and he's no. like, but he's also like, dude, my dad's in there. Like, what's the fucking problem? <laughs> and, like, it's not like the child is in there by herself like no but the dad is an old man and i think she's thinking if someone wants to fuck them up like he's just an old guy like what's he gonna do yeah but i do think it is funny to to act like there isn't an adult in the car who can lock the car (laughs) yeah like also you know fully capable of doing that if something does like i don't know if she doesn't think that like She's like, oh, Moldovan people, they don't know how to, <laughs> Moldovan people, they don't know how to lock cars. <laughs> it's like, what is the, what is the problem there? She could just yeah. have said to him. I think she's just, you know, she's already she's stressed. stressed because he's yeah. such a piece of shit. And the first venue, they get in there and the interior, the decor is what I call very, très, très, très North Hollywood. And I love it. Um, I looked at it and I was like, wow, a strip mall and a casino. Libby's gonna love it. Yo, <laughs> She's I the like most the spoiled princess. Are you kidding me? When I saw that shit from the outside, I was like, wrap it up. Get her in the car. There's no way she's gonna like this. And th- so they get there and they're like, okay, let's uh, sit down. Shout out to Christina, the venue woman. She was like a Moldovan mini driver. I was very into it. Um, I was like, wow, I like your curls. Christina came ready for the, she came ready for the show. Or maybe she's that fabulous day in and day out. Yeah, I think that's her job to look like that. That's a Moldovan mini driver bonus. Uh, MMD. (laughs) MMD. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with MDM. Yeah. Mm. Um, So that's Christina. Uh, And what's the point total that comes up for that MMD bonus? I'm seeing 50K. Is that what you're seeing? 50K. Yep, exactly. Okay, cool. I was just saying a little bit blurry because I am a little bit uh, ripped off the SFVOG. Uh, shout out to Source Canvas. So they look at all. She's like, okay, so look, we don't have food that you can taste like most venues. Like you'd normally be able to have like a tasting because the cooks are out. But I do have this picture book menu and, you know, we can get down that way. I was like, nah. Yeah, that ain't happening. You can't show me pictures of food. I've seen a McDonald's commercial. I don't think so. Yeah, pulling up in the in the absolute dead of night with no not able to see anything and throwing up a jump shot like that. It's no, it's not going to go in. So. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It's all bad news. Uh, and then he, they're talking about some of the dishes. It's like they got like uh, the thing that I kept hearing was Mama Liga was the thing that he was talking about. And they weren't sure if 
her family was going to like, like you know, some of the, ro- like the Romanian Moldovan food. And I was looking it up. It's just polenta. That's what Mama Liga is. So, yeah, I have a feeling everything seems, everything I've seen from the spreads to the freaking picture books. Oh, my God. I mean, get me out there. It all looked delicious. I mean, obviously, like, I'm used to food that looks like that, so I'm biased, and I think it looks good. But at the same time, I also think it's always really weird when instead of being like, hey, can you tell me what the food is? Mm -hmm. You go, oh, I'm probably my family won't like it. Can we get burgers and fried chicken? Like, you do know every culture has their version of fried chicken, you yeah. do know every culture has their version of like a salad or a grain. Potatoes. Why don't you, instead of being a super weird xenophobic, like, oh, my family can't handle this. You'd be like, hey, I would love to know what potato dishes you have. I would love to know what chicken dishes you have. Oh, I need one beef dish. What do you have? Do you have beef patties? What do you got? You got shishliki, which is like. Um, oh, shishliki. Um skewers with meat Uh, on them so it's like what do you have like you know just ask what the options are yeah why do you think that every culture's food is made out of like some space shit you've never heard of just be a fucking person yeah know if they have mama liga know if they have klobasi know if they have vikidish you know know if they have bojev korovki you know, know if they have these things or you're not going to have. I love real- your fucking album references. You're on <laughs> fire. Shout out to your album. For people who still haven't heard, these are all off of Sophia Alexander's album, Father's Day, available wherever you get your audio. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm weaving it in there. I'm weaving it into the lore. But the I think the th- reason she's pushing back, though, is because the food, like, she ha- she's completely out of control. She, there's n- she has no ability to exercise any control in anything. She's a fuck. She's about to f- convert religions later on in the episode. So like, I think this food stuff and the venue shit is the only narrow thing where she actually like Andre has to look at her and be like, and Libby, what is your opinion? Because everything else has been like, you'll get the. F- this is what it is. I think this is the point the dark point in the show where we like say what we've already said about him before uh Mm -hmm. in um the last season where he uh where him and her first got together and it's that he is controlling and his behavior towards her is abusive and when you see that during this entire trip he mistranslates for her over and over again it is a form of control and it is really devious and fucked up to isolate your fucking wife. And gaslight her. And gaslight her and also not ever translate properly for her. So she's just always uncomfortable and feels like she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And it's totally like a controlling tactic and really, really shitty and very uh, alarming. And uh, we've already said for a long time he's been canceled. Oh, yeah. We've Since, wanted like, day one. Since day one. He's so shitty. And we've wanted her to leave him forever, even though we're like, we want the baby to have a good life. But dude, he's a yeah. bad person. And to see how he manipulates the language to serve him this entire episode is just hurtful. And to know that like she doesn't have her family there, and not just that, but 
she's actually pretty good at speaking the language, which I thought was yeah. pretty amazing. Honestly, she's Libby. so good. That's a little polyglot bonus, Libby. That's a Moldovan mama bonus. Oh, my God. An MMB. And that is a 23,000 P. <laughs> but yeah i i mean it just made me like frustrated and i'm like yeah. it would be so fucked up to be in a country where you don't speak the language it's, and someone's constantly misrepresenting what's going on to you right it's, it's so fucked up and there's nothing you can do and it was deliberate that he rushed the wedding so her family couldn't all be there so that she could be even more isolated and when you like tally all that up together you're like you're a controlling piece of shit mm-hmm I mean, then when they leave the venue and they kind of do a little interview outside, sort of getting their thoughts on the venue and she begins to like voice her opinion and he interrupts and she's like, stop interrupting. He fucking loses it and is like, you're fucking annoying, bitch. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, leave him. Leave him. Like, this man does not fucking respect you whatsoever. And it's weird because you can tell the way like she's. The, the oh my god she's like sort of describes the chauvinism like as annoying um and it's like a very euphemistic way of describing his like just dominating controlling abusive behavior just lashing out at her like that in like is ups, uh, unbelievable like but i guess he's always good for that at least you know four or five times a season when you're like this is completely like you know uh this ends the agreement basically I mean, I think her classifying it as annoying is kind of a tactic that you like maybe employ when you're a woman in a relationship that is dangerous in that way and like controlling. Mm -hmm. So like you kind of minimize it a little bit and you're like, oh, yeah, it's just annoying instead of being like, this is seriously yeah. fucked. So when yeah. I saw her doing that, I'm like, ah, I've done that. I've done that when like I was with someone where the problems were like a lot more and it's just easier to call them something else. Yeah. Um, it depresses the shit out of me to see it like that. And then just like to see her like that. And then to see when he tells her to shut the fuck up and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then she keeps trying to talk. And then he says, finish your thoughts, finish your thoughts, finish yeah. your thoughts that in a way that is just interrupting her and specifically not letting her finish her thoughts. Yeah. Holy fuck was that bad and triggering. Mm -hmm. He's so they get in the car, they're going to the next venue. He's like, try not to fight because he doesn't want his dad basically to fully understand the scope of how just dysfunctional their entire marriage is. And they get to the next venue and thank the Lord but because before that, like, even before that, he says to her, like, you're a magnet for bad. That's yeah. such a fucked up thing to say to your wife. He, I mean, that's, it's. Let her go. A, yeah. uh, she can walk home alone. Let her go. She can go. On she foot. can walk home. She'll go on, on foot. foot. Yeah. Like, you fucking dick. And then he says in the car, I can feel your negative energy. I can feel. Um, <laughs> I don't want my dad to see her like this, interrupting a man. Get the fuck out of here. Your dad isn't that guy. You're that guy. And also, you're not the um, um, like the man you're referring to in this scenario that is not being listened to or respected doesn't exist because you are not even doing the thing according to the gender roles of your culture. You are not work. You are not the provider. 
Bitch, you're straddling a fence in a way that does not make sense. You both subscribe to these traditional gender roles where you're like, oh, men work. Clearly, I, we ha- mm-hmm. head of household. We say what to do. Libby, don't be stupid. You uh, you listen to me. I make decision. And then at the same fucking time, he's like, Libby, you go to work because I, I won't work. I, I watch mm-hmm. daughter. But then when I'm all around male friends, I say, I'll scream no, at you. I'm I am man. I'm man. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Libby. Uh, just so you know, that was uh, before that a ten thousand point. Uh, you're straddling a fence that don't make sense. Bonus uh, because you're a poet, <laughs> and don't you know it? Um, <laughs> so they okay. Can we move to the next venue? Yeah, venue number any? two. Okay. I'm ready. So that place looks much more upper alley. Okay, the, they got food. You can actually eat. It has a nice everything led i'm with her it's like floor to ceiling chic windows that shit is tight so they have their first course it's like a pork neck strap or something it's delicious everything looked fucking fantastic so good uh then they sort of like okay let's get down to brass tacks here what are we talking what's what's my pocketbook talking here what's the hit for a 60 person wedding in this fine venue drum roll please 60 people um, $5,400. That pretty, seems pretty damn good. Yeah, and that's for all the food, I believe, is what yeah, that price is. Yeah, I love was. it. I want I that I was food. like, that's fucking I a good deal. Food. But the thing, of course, uh, that ruins how low the price is, is that Andre says, um, what does it matter? Dad is going to pay. Your father yeah. is going to pay no matter what the price is. Shut the fuck up <laughs> and just enjoy that your fucking wife yeah. enjoys this place because this is all very last minute and super stressful for her um i do have to say that i love the wedding venue person nadezhda mm-hmm. um a little side note nadezhda is the russian word for hope oh beautiful name and the short name for nadezhda is nadia oh Shit. Look at that. The more you You're know. You're welcome. Uh, I mean, she's also a fantastic deal closer. Let's, I, I have, she you know, crushed it. Nadia gets a deal closer bonus, a DCB. Uh, That's 100K, that, right? Yeah, exactly. You already know. Like When you mm-hmm. see someone closing deals like that, it's... You fucking know. When she was like, yo, get on the dance floor. Why don't you dance a little bit? And she started singing. I was like, yo, she's. Yo, she turned on the dance floor for them. So the lights were fucking popping. And then she sang to them. And she was like, you twirl. You twirl her. You do this shit. Oh, and they're all giggling. She's like, yeah, bitch. This is how I close. You in my dream, motherfucker. You've been incepted. And that's what she was singing, basically. What they were hearing was a slower version of that waltz song she was belting out outside of that. Because if you know there's layers of the dream, that's what they say. That uh, Edith Piaf song is why what that bomb is. Okay, anyway, so I... I just want to say that everything I didn't have a lot this... of sex that year Inception <laughs> came out. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep it real. What year was that? I think 2009, I Oh, say. yeah, your girl was fucking in. 2010, <laughs> yeah. Well, both years then. It was two, 2008 through 2010. Uh, I actually remember seeing that movie with Max and we were both so mad. We were like, this movie sucks. And all these people who are like dumb, who think they're smart, think it's good. (laughs) It's fun to watch. That first time is a fucking ride. Are you kidding me? Sort of. 
Well, look, this is where we differ. The feelers are beautiful. Inception was worth a watch once. I don't think I'm not out here being like it's the great. It has so many. It's plot worth holes. like half a watch. Wow. Like if you're doing some other shit and it's in the room, Ow. cool. You can go in and out. Now, oh, okay, go in and out. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. I was waiting for you to do that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it looks like that's going to be the venue. Um, and fantastic, that's been settled. Before we move on with the couple, we need to take another quick break, and then we'll be back with so just like this. The ride doesn't end. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? We take one more, sir. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. So, wait, we're not going on to the next couple, okay? No, not to the next couple. I was saying to the next okay, sort of good. segment with, oh, Thank no, no. You. We, I was are so you kidding? nervous. I was like, I have so many more notes. No, 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 meow, meow. No, meow. <laughs> no, meow, honor. <laughs> no, meow, honor. Meow, honor. Allow me to present my next case. <laughs> what is this? Could there be a puppet? I see uh, like uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood type puppets of like a cat who's like a barrister in a barrister wig, like from the UK. Meow, honor. <laughs> This is a fucking dumb, and I need to go. That's why I'm still in Pennsylvania. People no, don't that's not true. I feel like Meow Honor got you out. Is, am I really? wrong about it? I All right, well, so. let the K-1s decide. My fate will be decided by a jury of my peers, not by my fears. <laughs> Our fellow trashmen. <laughs> yes, exactly. And trash so woman. After they v- settle on a venue, they go take like a stroll through the neighborhood on Andre grew up in. And it looks like, you know, chill. He saw his little park. He was like, that's where he used to get in some shit, breaking windows, which is interesting because in the trailer of the beginning of the season, they teased this thing that something went down with Andre, which, and there's a reason why he left Moldova. Um, and it seems like we're going to learn that in the next episode. So maybe he has a secret. secret. And that's um, plus yeah. 20K to the concept of secrets. The concept of secrets, yeah. Um, there hasn't I, been a good secret recently. No, uh, it sucks. All the secrets have been revealed so quickly. Yeah, I'm glad that we have at least one secret to hope uh, for. Because mm. yeah, that helps. It helps us, you know, stay awake. I have to say that that park reminded me of my childhood in Odessa so much. Mm-hmm. The exact same trees, and just seeing the dry leaves on the ground, I was like, my heart. And then the old ass fucking like swings and all of that i love that shit we had yeah. the best old ass iron fucking <laughs> um 
curtain. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I earned the playground equipment that would no in no way be legal here. Because <laughs> like so like angular and jagged and like, uh, no, they're just like you can really hurt yourself because yeah. it's heavy. But um, you know, that's that's how you. Hey tough man, it different out. strokes for different folks. That's why you know. That's why you're. That's why you're strong. You yeah, know, and I was also mad when Libby was like, "Oh, this park is really old. It's like what, from when he was a kid." And I'm like, "Well, yes, sorry, uh, we're not from a place that keeps mowing you know down architecture to build new Libby, shit, Libby." It's m- minus twenty three thousand points. Thank you. Stupid comparison. Just the bad. Well, I love the park. It looked fucking fun. Shut up, Libby. Welcome to Eastern European Park Talk with your host Sophia and Libby. I don't know. It's like kind of old and like ghetto. It's like why you is all those like red stars everywhere, back. like in the concrete? I don't know. It's Elizabeth, like weird. you take back what you say about my what? park. Ew! Why are you putting that cigarette out on your tongue like it's nothing? Well, I will put it out on your face. Ah! Um, see, other thing that could be puppets, I think, <laughs> or a fever dream. <laughs> Uh, so when they sit down in the park, Libby's talking to, uh, Andre's mom and like, you know, she's kind of like being like, yo, do you think your family's excited to be here? I'm glad you're liking it. Like we're looking forward to this wedding. And then Libby has to go back down and sort of saying she is really concerned. She's like, well, they are excited to meet the family. It's their reaction to Moldova that she is worried about. And then being in Eastern Europe and not America, that they're going to be all fucking up their own ass about just being like, well, well, you know, it's not. But good it, she also, to be to be fair, like said they are bougie, mm-hmm. and she said, you know, I just worry, uh, but like I'm excited, and I know they're excited to be here. That is not how Andre translates that or any of the rest of the conversation at all. Um, mm. Basically, like he. Uh, says to his mom she says Libby says that the reason that uh, we're I'm rushing the ceremony here in Moldova is that um, basically I'm doing it on purpose so her family can't come mm-hmm. and he doesn't say what she was actually saying which is oh uh, Andre decided pretty last minute that we were gonna do this and gave my family very little notice so you know, unfortunately, like they can't come, all of them. And mm. that's that was a worry. That is not what he fucking says to his mom no. at all. No. He's like, she says I did it on purpose, mom. And then the mom obviously says, oh, I don't think he did it on purpose. Oh, no, honey. And it's just this whole thing yeah. is so fucked up. And just to see how he's controlling the situation by mistranslating is just like. That is yeah. a fucking fucked up power move. Especially when it's a moment where he is—he could potentially be held accountable for his behavior. He just flips it and just completely changes it. So suddenly she's under the microscope. And also, though, he could have been honest and still used it as like a way to bond. He just is so afraid of ever admitting that he's yeah. wrong on anything. It's just hard to fucking watch. He's just so, shitty. What he could then, have done has been like, hey, mom, I fucked this up. But you know what? Like some of the mem- family members are coming. And you know what? I like I love Libby and I know this is going to work out. He does not try to heal anything. He pours salt in the wound to yeah. both families. I'm he curious is a to know man. what happened that made him leave. I'm really curious to know. Like, 
I need to, I want to see this whole picture of like how he, what he got himself into and how like leaving was the solution or whatever went on. I'm that's like, I feel like an interesting piece of learning about a just shitty dude in general, but it's like this fucking car crash. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? What I want to know is how he ended up being how he is because Mm -hmm. he's still the most extreme version of this like macho dude that we've seen even in Moldova. So I'm like, not really sure how he got to be this way. His dad doesn't seem to be this way that much. But that's just, but I mean, it's, you know, they, some people know they're on camera though, too. Like, true. You know, they're like real sinister shit is that happens when no one is around. Um, I'm just like, it's, it's hard to tell when you only obviously are watching a fucking reality show if the way that someone is is because they're a piece of shit or because of their environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, well, I, I don't really know. It seems like you're still a piece of shit. And he didn't just live in Moldova. Like, that's not even where they met. Right. Anyway. Well, all that to say is he now has the the wits and the charm to get Libby to fucking convert and get baptized in the, the Orthodox religion. And she seems <laughs> stoked. <laughs> no. Um, she agrees to convert to a religion she doesn't actually know much about, if anything. She doesn't mm-hmm. know what the conversion process entails. She doesn't know what she's agreeing to. She doesn't know what's being said during it. She agrees to do it because the only way they can get married in Moldova is if she converts to Russian Orthodoxy uh, beforehand. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, that's a healthy way and reason yeah. to choose a religion cool cool it's yeah work under duress <laughs> nothing like walking into it wholeheartedly because you're pa- having a panic wedding in like a matter of days so then they go to dinner after this baptism conversion and uh it's his brother and his wife ina can we mention the one thing about the um conversion which is like whatever all of it is fine um I think the weirdest thing was when the priest said, face this way, It you're facing the sunset. It symbolizes hell. <laughs> <laughs> Did oh, you shit. not pay attention to that? No, I, I kind of... Get, I kind of get turned off by like religious ceremonies sometimes. No, like I, I mean, look, out. I'm not yeah. down either, but I was just no, like, not even like I'm saying I'm too good to pay attention. Like it just kind of didn't stick with me because I, yeah, because <laughs> I was like, oh, sunset, what a lovely image. I wasn't expecting that. And then immediately after that, he was like, yeah, it symbolizes hell. I was hell. like, Jesus Christ, what kind of yeah. religion looks at a sunset and put like, your hand over the oh, candle. yes, it makes us think of hell. It's like, what, did you see a rainbow and think of killing another person? Like, what is your deal? Hell is a powerful drug, man. You know, (laughs) powerful force. So uh, the dinner is essentially just gang up on Libby Fest. Uh, But the first thing is just sort of like, where's your cross? That you're supposed to wear your cross. And she wasn't told. She's like, what? And Ina's like kind of coming at her like, that's, you know, tell her it's for protection. I think she was also just trying to, like, underscore, like, what it means culturally. But he took it as, like, what the fuck, man? You know, like, I got to fucking tell you everything that's going on on Earth. I got to, like, transplant my entire education. I have to educate you on everything. Saying shit like that to her, like, just because she just fucking converted religions hours ago. And the onus also, is on you I to uh, make sure she's, like... a. a properly understanding what the norms are 
100% also I would assume after the ceremony is over I can take that cross off I'm fucking how would you know you're supposed to keep wearing it yeah they didn't realize like oh it's like you need thing. an like, education on everything yeah oh, maybe some shit how about the religion I just took on for you that's what I was like yo she, motherfucker relaxed fucking just converted and then Ina's like you know maybe you know she should listen to you from time to time you know what I mean she's gotta listen to the man too and I get culturally that's just what time it is and that's what you know she's gonna say but that I'm again sorry. Hmm. nah Ina is a two-faced bitch cause she was saying <laughs> two totally different things in two totally different languages and I was like bitch I see you you are a snake no one should trust you. So sorry. She said wow. shit like, oh, uh, like when she's just talking to the camera crew, she's like, oh, his Andre's problem has always been that he needs to feel like a man. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then when you see her at the table with the family, she's like, uh, I think you should tell your wife, Libby, that she should listen to you some of the time, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, that also, like, basically, um, there's a saying here, so... And the saying yeah, is... Yeah, neck turns the head. The neck turns the head, and the neck is the woman, and the head is the man. But yep. how Andre translates it to Libby is the man is the brains, and the woman is the neck. So, obviously, she's not thrilled. It's useless. Basically, it negates the entire metaphor. Metaphor. Like where it's funny because I actually first heard that uh, when I was selling cars. Like a guy who was teaching me how to sell cars was this like just dirtbag misogynist dude. And he's like, you know, when you're selling the cars, you got to talk to the women too. Like if, if a couple comes up, don't just sell the husband on the truck, man. You got to sell the wife on the truck too. And whether that's just like complimenting her hair or her shoes or her nails you know, go down that kind of list or just say, what are they doing for it? Say your mother maybe did something like she did. Just connect to her too. Because the thing is, man, the neck fucking turns the head, man. So if she's fucking disengaged and she's out of it, the sale's going, man. Cause she's now she's turning the head and there, that shit goes off the lot. And I was like, whoa, okay. That's a really interesting way of reducing things and mm -hmm. hearing it like this. And I, so I understood it very clearly, but him to just turn into like, yeah, it doesn't really matter because in the situation, like even if it's the neck, like really the brain actually exists on the head, which controls the entire nervous system. So the neck is really just like a, like a group of <laughs> muscles. So and that's actually being controlled by the brain. So despite that being the neck, ultimately there is no control because the brain is actually the the core. So there's no point in actually bringing this up. So just shut up. How insecure said. are you that you literally <laughs> redo the entire saying? <laughs> That exists in your culture just so that you, you gotta feel add like a little texture big dick your wife and like just not let her and little dick herself. his wife man he has no dick he's dickless andre has no dick i just want to say like we this. do not equate masculinity with dick size with, no 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 not that i mean like in the most having. toxic no, no no in the most toxic like traditional way of being like i'm the fucking man caveman with huge cock listen to me this man is nothing He's, he's absolutely a, like, he even, oh, that's what's so, I think why we get so upset him. is like, he's even failing by those stupid, shitty, toxic norms, which is so absurd, yet is still so invested in them. And he's even a failure by that measurement. Anyway, just become a feminist, dude. Take care of that woman, Fucking take care of the wife and like, be, be like, you know what? I, I'm willing to like, 
I actually need to take a back seat here. You are, you are actually the provider and I'm going to take care of this child while you're at work and I'll make sure that this house is clean because that's what's going on because we're equal and I'm Amen. actually a feminist and that's, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. That means I'm here to support you. We're partners. We are, this is us. Okay. Feminism is freeing for both of us. Neither of us have to conform to some weird ass gender roles that just make it impossible for us be, be to be full people. Okay. Yeah. I can cry. You can be strong. You can work. I can stay home with the babies. No one is a lesser person. Together, we are a team. Woo. Real men also cry. <laughs> uh, really great quote. Okay. Beautiful. Anyway, do you have anything else with Ina and them? I do not. All right, then let's move on to Angela and Michael. 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 Uh, and... This is a uh, short, and then it gets we. It's just sad, and then weird, and it's just this couple is just so upsetting on so many levels, and we see why because they're together. Um, it's the first morning, you know, of her after she's arrived in Nigeria, and uh, you know they have to start planning their wedding. You know, so she she's like, we got to get this thing going. This is really the, the the biggest thing on the the whole docket here. She busts out the two suits that she got him. Uh, and, sh- and he is fucking excited about him. I actually got a secondary rush off of how excited Michael was uh, for that white and lavender suit. When you saw the lavender, I think like his whole life came together. He was oh, fucking my, he... purple rain up in that oh bitch. <laughs> it was I, I really got a legit rush off of that. I was like, oh, fuck, man. That's so cool to see somebody like excited about shit right now because the world's so fucking dark i'm like i could watch a mixtape of people reacting to gifts that are like (laughs) wow that's why there's like that one video i think that was like of the kid that just said thank you to everything and they were like oh have you seen that thank you video it's like yeah man this is all we got right now uh Mm. anyway back to our fake reality uh so michael has like you know uh, arranged for this meeting of some expats from the United States who are living in Nigeria now, you know, hoping to give Angela some perspective. And then later on, you realize it was more that he also maybe wants them to sell her on staying, you know, maybe that's kind of an easier option. Uh, And maybe these people who are familiar with American and Nigerian culture would be like a good, you know, good ambassadors for that proposal. Oh boy. Um, it, I don't know what's sadder in this episode. How insecure Angela is about about Michael having female friends, yeah. or the fact that her mom has dementia. Truly, yeah. don't know what was sadder. It, because yeah, they they are they go to the meetup, um, and there's there are three women there, and she just she just said, oh fuck, this is over. The wedding is over. Are you women, Michael? Are you serious, Michael? Oh, you think I'm some kind of fool? I thought these friends were men, Michael. You knew that, Michael. He, you know, I mean, in all fairness, he did. Three women at a table with me. Uh Uh-uh, Michael. Uh -uh. I'm out of here. Fuck you. Fuck them, Michael. Wow, the way you're. You look like Ray Charles, the way you got your (laughs) head moving when you do that. (laughs) It's killing me right now. I mean. Gotta get ugly for the impression. (laughs) (laughs) 
That made Jakey's laugh right now. <laughs> I think you're, you're referring to this, oh, the Stevie one. That shit, the way you're. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I mean, in all fairness to Angela, you know, she's. Michael did do the BJ, so he's not exactly the most trustworthy partner. So I understand why she doesn't trust this man. Uh, but at the yeah, same time, yeah, but is he gonna I bring know. the three bitches he's fucking to meet her? <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. So, in yeah. fact, you should take solace in the fact that the three bitches you met. For sure, he's not fucking. <laughs> Michael is yeah. a bad liar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, when they ride back, uh, you know, because she's like, "Take me back to the apartment. We're done. We are through." Uh, she gets a call from Skyla basically saying, yeah, Mima's dementia just reached new levels and it's I felt bad. so sad during that. Yeah. I was like, fuck, my grandpa had dementia. Yeah, my grandma, my grandma at the too. end was also. Mm. It's so sad, man. But anyway, so that then is just like a, the whole thing is a bummer. And then you're like, why did you go, Angela? Like this wasn't. Uh, I don't. Why do we? Why? Why do we do this for love? Why? Or dick or whatever it is. Why do we do this? Huh. It's it was true. Like, the orgasm truly is a little death. She's so scary, Angela, because she can just like pivot on a dime and have like a totally different emotion. And I guess yeah. I feel when I watch her is like probably how my husband feels when he watches me. He's like, oh, God, like, I don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like seeing Angela just be like, you know, furious and telling him that's it. The one's off. And then right. like the next second, just be like, I don't think you understand what's happening. Meemaw's sick. Right. Meemaw's not right in the head. And then uh, we're all fucking emotional about yeah. Meemaw because she didn't do nothing to no one. She's so she nice. So, uh, anyway, that's. Just the way it is. Things are never okay, gonna we, be the same. That is, um, yeah. I don't know. It's a bummer. So we'll, uh, I mean, we already know though. You said Mima passed away, huh? Like IRL. Yeah, someone commented and told us that because we, that as sense. you know, try to stay away from updates. What's well, not that we stay away? Like we just, I think we're just so. F- lazy and stoned it's like wait go to a website to read more no i specifically stay away even when i see it's trending because i'm like i don't want to be ahead of the story or whatever well that too i think it's a combination for me a it's i i just enjoy the show so much that i don't need to go too like because i just know how insidious reality tv can be so it's like let me just keep this as these characters uh that are I guess our next couple, Asuelu and Kalani, um, which is Ooh. really Kalani is not in this one, but you know Lois. Lois. Lois back. And, gotta uh, gotta hey, you tell go Asuelu what's what. Hey, let's go watch. Uh, let's go walk Spency real quick. Uh, I guess he doesn't know that the code for ripping a man a new one is hey, let's go take a walk with the dog. Hey, let's walk the dog, Asuelu. I want to let you know, you know. We gotta get shit straight. Uh, which is interesting because as they arrive at this sort of somewhat confrontation, Asuelo is basically like, okay, let me get out. I know you heard from your wife that I was like, American women are lazy 
and I cursed at your daughter and said she was a bitch and said some shit like that. But let me tell you my side because what happened was I said American oh, women were lazy. lazy. I, I was talking wild shit to your daughter <laughs> and I called her daughter. a bitch. Um, but it's because you know how it is in Samoa. Like I'm, it, I look at things differently. Also, the language barrier. I can only sort of say things very bluntly, and I can't really get my point across. And Lo actually kind of understood, was understanding about that for like to a certain, three seconds. Yeah, until but he, he w- was like, "And I also cursed out your wife and daughter," and he was like, "What?" Okay, so that's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? That's not gonna happen. Uh, you gotta you know something, Oswello. You should I'll watch yourself. I fucking, I fucking I'm put your ball nuts on the dresser. Right now. Hit them shits with a hammer like blow. You're like Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> but yeah, I've uh, never seen anybody be like, let me tell you my side of the story. It is exactly what your wife and daughter said. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, yeah. why did you even bother? And yeah. in the beginning, what pissed me off so much is that at the beginning of the episode, he said, uh, things have been tense here. No one talked. Asuelu was like, no one talks to me because they know I don't want to talk to them. No, yeah. bitch. That's not why. It's because you, you low-key fucked everything up and no one respects you or likes you. That's why they're not talking to you. It's nothing to do with what you the fucking want. No one cares. Mm-hmm. You have two babies. Yeah. Get your life together. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You don't want none of this. You you not of my family. You don't want me to get You're not going to fight in front of my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to know about that because I'll fucking... I'll fucking... I'll fucking hang you by your fucking dick off a fucking 12-story st- building out this motherfucker. You like, I, I can't stop doing the intro to Method Man from the Wu-Tang <laughs> album 36 Chambers because I kept saying, um, yeah, he, you know, at the end of the day, Lo is there to just draw some fucking boundaries. Like, don't bring this sh- bullshit around my family, my daughter, my children, my grandchildren. No static. This needs, I want peace. I want children to have tranquility. I want to have a peaceful house. I've seen that. You've seen that. We don't need that shit. Don't do it. And if you don't, that's how, you know, fucking people get hurt. Oswello, you know, people don't know how to speak right if they don't come correct. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking, I'll fucking sew your asshole clothes and I'll keep fucking... feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. <laughs> I'm gonna put a hot what is it hot poker in your ass what is it yeah, yeah exactly on the stove is. for like for like a half hour <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole method man and raekwon skip by low mm. <laughs> put it out there burn lights well it was a spike bat actually i think rather than hammer anyway so method man yeah. is fine <laughs> Nothing. That's some independent thought idea. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, it. he's I mean, aged if he really wants well. To collab, I'm around. He's aged around. very well. He's really yeah. All I've always have. liked his hollow ass voice, and I've always thought he was fucking fine. Maybe Jizza. Jizza looks older, but he was always older. Um, Ray Jizza's still looks like more of a soulmate, good. but Method Man is like more someone uh, that I'm like. Let's bang next it lifetime. Out. Next lifetime mm-hmm. for Method Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Erica. Uh, <laughs> anything else about them? We're done, I think. Let's go no, to Sinjin just... and Tanya. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that was the last one. So 
I I don't I completely checked out when this happened because I just Bro, don't. I have two lines for this. So what happened? His little brother got sick basically and had almost died of a like a blood clot. This is the only thing I caught. Is something like they were FaceTime. He said, "Dude, I could have almost died from this shit." Yeah, there were like two unrelated things. There's like Sinjin and Tanya, brothers on, in the ICU. Sinjin's like, "I miss you. I want to come back to South Africa." Tanya's like, I don't know if he sh- we should go back, blah, blah, blah. Um, Sinjin's like, when I left South Africa before, my grandma low-key died. Um, Not low-key. Like high-key died. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he That's was a, like. Uh, hold on. I have, to, I have to slam the brakes on that. I that, had to do it. My grandpa just died. I can't handle the emotion. Yeah, I know. Hey, my, my grandmother died the last year too. I, I just like the idea though of just describing <laughs> that as low key died. That's some like I'm zoom. I'm trying. Shit. I'm trying to put fences around. Honestly, it. dude, like shout out to my grandma who like low key died last year. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she honestly, was vibing at like a zero. Dude, she was, dude, her, oh, I mean, it was, it was fucked up. Like, my dad's like, hey, go in there and do a vibe check real quick. And, yo, Mm-mm. it was, it just Rough. wasn't hitting the same in there. It just wasn't hitting the same in there. I was like, yo, dude, I think she, like, low key, I, I was like, think low she may key, have died. grandma doesn't slap. <laughs> How old are we? Dude, we have to yeet her corpse into this fucking dumpster. I am 87. How about you? I am. That makes me 89. <laughs> Dude, that would be so tight to be podcasting in our late 80s. Um, Please do not hex us like that. <laughs> I really hope that we're doing better shit. But if not, no. You know what? I love this. Why am I low-key hating on it? Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm that high-key hating on sentence. it. And honestly, I love it so much. Like, low-key, I, key, today I, said to like I died three, a little inside. <laughs> low key i told like three people today that i'm so grateful that i have podcasting because stand-up like isn't happening it's so wild because my grandma like low-key died <laughs> recently so like <laughs> i don't know what else to say it's wild okay <laughs> like my family low-key like we lost our entire family home in a fire like low-key but like whatever anyway like which pod is that <laughs> I'm, an, I'm smoking e-cigarettes and I'm low key morning the we're we're low key morning we're we're still low key in morning low key. <laughs> and, okay, anyway, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, no, Sinjin and Tanya are just, you know, not not vibing and uh yeah, they're going to go back, time. I guess, to Cape Town. And she's like, I don't think this is going to go well. And it's like yeah, nothing you guys are going to do don't is going to turn out well. Y'all go are be with not. your soulmate. Go be with your soulmate. Seriously. The dude he said was your soulmate. Yeah, go back to All right. guy. All right. Well, we're done. Uh, Loki, we got to bounce on out, but we'll get to some other cool audience interaction <laughs> stuff from tomorrow's episode when we talk uh, the other way. Because, uh-oh, uh, a couple may have, there might, things may be changing in the other way, Ville, for 420 Day Fiance. We'll see. It's uh, touch and go. But uh, Loki. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 420 Day Fiance. Uh, and 420 Day Fiance is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, check out the iHeartRadio app or any damn app that you use to get these podcasts. But just please subscribe. You know, that way, you know, we keep the the bowls 
filled and smoking. <laughs> uh, you can low key also find me uh, at the Sophia S O F I Y A on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and also my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown with my low-key co-host courtney kosak and also like low-key like my album father's day was low-key number one high key on low-key itunes high key so if you want to like hear some sick ass bit bits like i don't know uh fucking gay hugs uh forever 21 you know who hasn't completely desecrated a pair of jeans in a dressing room a la your favorite adult video um just check just check it all out this is really cool material for my life i mind my life and i bring it to you and it's fantastic i can't recommend it enough as myself the performer and author of the work Loki. Uh, <laughs> low-key i've been uh you know miles gray you can find me at miles of gray that's gray with an a on twitter mm-hmm. and uh instagram but that's only where i'm available high key okay um so just get mm-hmm. used to it and <laughs> you should also listen to my other podcast uh the daily zeitgeist every damn day with jack o'brien and some other really funny comics that show up Hell yeah. Well, check out our other uh, podcast, High Key Haikus. Um, it's a really cool show. Just sort of like do slam haiku a tree there, but they got to be high key vibes only. Positive vibes only. Living our best lives out here, drinking seltzers, drinking whatever we want, dude. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Like, is COVID real? I don't know, dude. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, it is. And please treat it like that. Please, please be wear safe. Wear a mask. Yeah, please wear a mask and just. Do do a kindness unto someone uh, during these times. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Looking to make a positive impact on the health and wellness of your community? Achieve your biggest goals with Duquesne University's School of Pharmacy. Prepared for success, our students benefit from a 99% job placement rate and a six-figure average starting salary. Choose from bachelor, doctor of pharmacy, and graduate programs offered online and on campus, or transfer in. Specialize in areas such as pediatrics, acute care, or research. Visit duq.edu slash pharmacy. Hi, this is Helen Hong, host of the Jobsolete podcast on iHeartRadio. My 76-year-old dad was recently injured in a random anti-Asian attack in a supermarket parking lot. Real people, like my dad, are getting hurt out here, so now is not the time to do nothing. If you see something, please say or do something and go to stopaapihate.org to learn more. Thanks.